Welcome to Flourish, the podcast where I help you embrace the messiness of life. And let's face it, life is pretty messy. My name is Beth, and I am creator of The Ruffled Daisy. After your visits with me here, I hope that you leave empowered and inspired. There are so many areas in your life that you have the power to create beauty amidst all the chaos. I am going to show you how to slow down and do just that. Let's begin. Welcome to the podcast where we are going to talk about connection. And when I say connection, we're going to talk about the connection that we have with other people. So my errands around town are pretty typical. I tend to run them when my boys are off to school and my hubby is at work. I hop in my car and drive to the local gas station and fill her up with gas. Same thing every time. I pull out my debit card, swipe it, pump gas, and I'm on my way. Every car ride of mine involves music that speaks to my soul, and yes, it's usually as loud as I can tolerate. Sometimes there's a Starbucks stop. I I order whatever I want to apply to my hips that day, and while waiting for the steaming cup of joe in my car at the drive-thru, I'll check emails, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. I pull through and receive my $5 coffee that I can't possibly touch to my lips for 20 minutes, pay with a smile, and say thank you as I'm on my way. The next few stops may consist of Target, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Price Chopper, any of a million other places. All of them the same, going through the motions of what I need to get done, ignoring the hundreds of other people that pass by me on their way of accomplishing what they need to get done. I think it's safe to say, at least for me, that at the end of the day, I have not truly connected with any one soul. Human interaction is being replaced at an alarming rate in today's society, and unfortunately, it's a detriment to the human connections. Bank tellers are replaced with ATMs. Operators are now replaced with Siri. Full-service gas stations are now replaced by credit-activated pumps. Fast food chains have replaced home-cooked meals. Emails have replaced snail mail. And texting has replaced real phone calls. It's no wonder that we are the most in-debt, overweight, selfish society that we all like to complain about. I won't lie, being the hermit that I tend to be, I enjoy the fact that all of the above conveniences save time and money. I hate talking on the phone and will always prefer texting. Going to the ATM is much faster than having to deal with a line at the bank. On the other hand, I used to love going to a gas station and having a little old man clean my windows and check my oil all while pumping my gas. There's just something about that service that makes you feel good. And who doesn't like getting snail mail? And I'm not talking about the bills we get every day. I mean a genuine, heartfelt card or letter. Connection with the outside world is what gives purpose and meaning to our lives. Connection is what is missing in many lives. Even connection within the family circle is hard. We have to deal with preparing meals, cleaning dishes, taking care of pets, making sure kids are where they need to be, making sure snotty noses are wiped, making sure your oldest who doesn't care about hygiene has his teeth brushed before he heads out the door, making sure appointments are made for dentists and doctors, blah, blah, blah. Add running a business to your home, and it's a tsunami most days. 
Unfortunately, human connection is work. It doesn't just come. And if it does for you, then don't brag. Most of us struggle immensely with this. I know that I am not alone. Although, at the end of the day, when I'm beating myself up on all that I didn't do, it sure feels like I'm alone. So what are some ways that we can make better connections with those that we love as well as with the barista that serves us coffee? Number one, first and foremost, make good use of technology. Phones are great for paying bills, checking emails, and learning, but make sure it isn't taking away from the quality time you have with those around you. When you're checking out at Target, put your phone down and focus on the checker. Ask how her day is. Tell her that her earrings are beautiful. Make it a point to notice one thing about him or her that you can compliment. Just think about the confidence boost that you would have given that person. That may be just what they needed at that very moment. When you're home, make it a point to only use your phone when there is a great need. Evenings in my house fly by fast, and before I know it, it's bedtime, and we haven't really spent time together. Sure, kids can use electronic devices when they're done with homework and you're preparing dinner, but when dinner is over, make it a point to put all electronics to rest. In my house, we have started family reading. Every night, when Dad is home, we all sit in the front room and I read them a chapter or two out of a novel that we have picked as a family. It's the perfect way to wind the kids down for the evening and have meaningful conversations. Number two, ditch your drainers. You know who they are. They are the people in your life that you just don't feel like bring meaning to your life. Being friends with people just for the sake of being friends is draining. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to go out tomorrow and let go of all your friends you have simply because they're not bringing you fulfillment to your life. Different friends contribute different things to your friendships. My point is to be intentional about the close ones that you do have. It's hard to have close friends, at least it is for me. Remember how I said being connected is hard? Give 100% to those relationships that you want to encourage. Maybe you're still trying to figure out what true connected friends are, and that's okay. In being aware and intentional with who you want to grow with and who you don't, that will come. Choose these friends wisely and grow those relationships. Send a friend some snail mail. Number three, renew your faith. This is something that I continue to work on daily, but I can tell you that without a doubt, the more I involve God in my family, the better things go. Pray and ask God to show you where he wants you to grow. Pray over friendships that you want healed and friendships that are yet to be found. Pray about how you can be the most loving spouse, even on the days where there doesn't seem to be any more love to give. Find a church that feels like home to you. So here are my challenges to you. Compliment every checker you have for one month. You didn't know I'd ask you to do it for a month, did you? Number two, start a book as a family. Number three, send a friend a simple thinking of you card. And number four, pray about where God can lead you in your personal connections. I share all of these things to encourage you. These are things that I struggle with and I'm working on within myself to improve upon. Do you struggle with human connectedness? What are you doing in your personal life to improve upon that? What have you done in the past that has made a difference in your personal connections with family and friends? Let's vow to make this year a year of connection. 
That's it. Thank you for joining me on the Flourish Podcast, where I help you embrace the messiness of life. I hope you look at the episode notes and follow me on social media and join my mailing list. Until next time, go flourish.